Hello and welcome to the MetaPerch Podcast. My name is Keely Meta. I'm your host and I'm so excited you took the time to be with me today. That's what she said. Today our podcast is sponsored by none other than the Chaotic Alchemy Oracle Deck. This is an Oracle Deck that I put out myself over the process of two years. Bada bing, bada boom. An amazing, wonderful spiritual tool. So anyone that is interested, we are set to ship uh, a month from I think today. So all these pre-orders, amazing, wonderful prep is now coming down to this. So if y'all want to order your own very own own <laughs> chaotic alchemy oracle deck, go to keelymeta.com and it's available right there. I'm going to tell you what. If you are not into the bridge between the spiritual and the physical, this episode is not going to be for you. If you're here for the um social media aspect of my conversations or the social change aspect of my conversations, then maybe the next episode is going to be for you. But I'm in this episode going to combine some of my own shamanic uh, medicine work practices and kind of my experiences, my thoughts, because this has come really, really strong for me over the last few weeks. And as spiritual nature comes when things enter into your life you apply them and you do and it's funny because I'm in the middle of a lot of shifting and changing in my life and something came to me very prominently that I've been around before several several times in various ways shapes and forms and obviously if you see the title of this episode you know that this is plant medicine now I don't even have notes in front of me today and usually I'll jot down a couple notes or whatever I don't have any notes and this is all from my heart and all from a space of groundedness and appreciation for the medicine that is plants our plants the spirits that are plants whatever um and so today it might seem like (laughs) just from the outside kind of like oh you're like oh she's talking about plants but I, I urge you if you want a deeper connection with your soul, you want a deeper connection with your body, you want a deeper connection with mindfulness, to stick around and be present with your ears open for this episode. Now, for those of you that follow me on Instagram, um, my partner on, actually on our anniversary, had to go into the ER. He um, was having some issues with his stomach, digestion issues, whatever, a lot, a lot of pain. It was really fucking sad to see him in that state but we're there and essentially there is nothing really that can be done for him at this moment um through traditional western medicine which is not a story that is unique this is a story that we hear um everywhere (laughs) um you know we go to the doctor several several times trying to find a black and white concrete left-brained answer and we we don't find it. I am not in the camp of saying that Western medicine isn't helpful. It isn't needed. I have very strong beliefs that there is a combination of really um, needed combination of the science that we have access to right now combining with Eastern medicine. Um, and I think our own knowledge as humans is limited. However, I trust what exists Um, in the scientific world unless told otherwise because we have proof of some of 
those miraculous things that uh, medicine can do or lifestyle changes or whatever, right? So after almost seven hours in the ER with no answers, we came back home and I was in this space of like, we have to do something different. We eat pretty okay. Um, I don't really eat meat. I have I eat fish. He doesn't really eat meat actually either. I stick to a lot of plants. I'll do sugar every now and then or whatever, however it works. I love my peanut butter. But like, we eat pretty well. We eat a lot, I would say a lot healthier than the standard American diet. We don't do like processed um, cereals. <clears throat> and our, our bread is you know pretty legit and whatever we eat pretty well and so something in my soul said hey um connect with plants now if you're looking for an answer like i solved the world's problems with plants um you're not going to find like an end solution but what i'm saying is someone that is very in tune with spirit that's my job literally to be in tune with my body be in tune with my clients bodies mind souls whatever something came to me it was like tap in to plants and then <laughs> i don't know if any of y'all um who practice spirituality or mindfulness like when you're open we finally open up to something that probably required a lot of you know uh, unlocking of resistance from the past what happens is the floodgates open it's almost like um, you navigate your world with blinders on for a while because you didn't even know that there were other options. That's why I always encourage, like, if you can to travel, if you can to be around people of other cultures, if you, you know, because we don't know what we don't know. And perspective is everything. And so even as someone that, you know, my, my um, hypnotherapy training, my Reiki training, my life coaching training, my mind-body wellness training was all in a facility with people that were herbalists. It never really struck me to give a fuck because I was like, oh, if I can heal, you know, if I can work with my body and listen to spirit and whatever, I just know what I need to take in the time that I need to take it. But as I, you know, as the years went through, plant medicine kind of came to me in several different forms. Now, if you're not familiar with spirituality, plant medicine is the exactly what it sounds so having a relationship uh, symbiosis symbiotic symbiotic relationship symbiosis whatever um, with plants and we're not just talking about eating plants and like being a vegetarian because you don't have in my opinion and obviously because I practice certain indigenous belief systems I don't necessarily think everyone needs to be vegan everyone needs to be dairy free I'm not I apply the mindset of balance. Um, animals are sacred and the relationship you have with them are sacred, right? So uh, plants, the idea of working with the energies and the spirits of plants is that everything first, humans, animals, all the way down to, you know, cellular structures and whatever have their own energetic imprint and their own energetic um, power, so to speak. And I think as we're seeing science kind of catch up with what has been practiced for thousands of years in spirituality, which is amazing. It shows us that everything essentially has an energetic imprint and 
living things have a consciousness, which is absolutely beautiful. I don't think we're ever, you know, at least in my foreseeable, in yours and mine, and maybe our kids' foreseeable future, be able to measure how far down that goes because I think that just, um, I just don't think humans have the ability at this moment in time to understand how far down that consciousness goes. Right now, um, I just saw a study that said that like crustaceans now are considered sentient, which previously they had not been. Um, Plants in forests are measured. I think I mentioned this in another episode. Uh, Plants in forests are measured for consciousness. Um, So essentially they have like little ding-dongs that go on, on their leaves or on bark or whatever and now they're scientifically measurable to see reactions to music reactions to each other to trauma within the symbiotic kind of structure so like a forest uh you know a grouping of, of trees a grouping of plants whatever so there are physical feelings or at least responses that we can measure now, going to the practices that I practice and applying kind of the, the merging between those two places, the way that I see it is, and the way that I've experienced it, especially, again, with my practices and with all the respect in the world for all sides, um, the more that we consciously choose to incorporate plants and plant spirits, I'm going to say plant spirit, um, into our lives, the more that we develop a relationship with them okay i'm gonna give you a weird fucking example and y'all can judge me but like suck it it's fine anyone that knew me in like 2016 like truly knew me was my friend whatever knew that i had a basil plant oh my god y'all knew that i had a basil plant and um and i don't know what it was i took care of it It, it, i didn't have an animal at the time i kind of lived on my own whatever um I took care of it. It grew bigger than any in a potted basil plant, bigger than any basil plant ever I've ever seen for a pot that size. And it was absolutely just magnificent and it kept growing. It was just like I felt a true relationship with it. I felt um, a lot of love. And it's funny when I started kind of when this, this um, thought came to me of being in a space of plants in general here in this present day um the very first plant that started really hitting it off like sprouting like big and still will not stop is my basil and it's because i've connected with this spirit itself i know kind of what it requires on an intuitive level the other plants you know you have to start developing a relationship I don't know the spirit of like a cilantro plant, for instance. That motherfucker was just like, (laughs) it was just like fucking keeled over. I was like, oh, we got to figure this out, my dude. Um, But beyond that, plants have been used for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years, probably since the beginning of humanity, probably since the beginning of humanity to obviously for nutritional value, but also to connect with what is spirit or what is intuitive or what is the navigation of our own bodies minds spirits souls whatever so i've been um side note i've been listening to the torah um i know that's technically the the old testament of of the bible but i wanted to listen from like from the source to see if there were any differences whatever And so, you know, it's funny because 
in the Bible, it says that, you know, these, these prophets were seeing sounds, right? They talk about the burning bush, talk about, you know, mind altering states, right? And even going back further from, you know, cilantro or basil or whatever, think about our connections with or indigenous, let's just say this, indigenous cultures and practices with plants, right? Herbal medicine is very, very common to heal ailments for anti-inflammatory properties, for reducing stress levels. I can attribute, listen, I had a major um, issue with my stomach um, and that whole area in 2020 during the pandemic, high distress, whatever, and the only thing that worked, and I'm like back to normal, it's great, awesome. The only thing that worked was combining plant medicine and in massive doses. Like I had to do my own research um, because if I went to go get the procedure I needed to get done to get diagnosed, I would have had to spend like $16,000 because I guess I didn't have the insurance to cover it or whatever. So I started, I went, motherfucker, all right, let's figure this out. <laughs> so I started um, researching what, you know, indigenous tribes or um, people that have had to heal their own ailments and don't have the luxury of like, all right, I'm going to go to the doctor and get this checked out or whatever, like quote unquote, Western medicine, prescribe a pill doctor, right? And so I took on bark, like um, powdered bark capsules and all sorts of different cleansing things, all sorts of different nutrient-based things, tinctures, um, drinks. Like I took the approach of like, I'm going to heal my stuff. And something that I had a diagnosis or a diagnosis, um, like an approximate, uh, this could be healed. The date was seven years seven years and then it was like yeah but it might not go back like it oftentimes goes back because it's about the the um microbiome within your stomach right within that kind of area and so to reset to heal the ailment that i had going on they said oh about seven years but it it, it could be indefinite I was like, oh, fuck that shit. I can't do that. <laughs> I got stuff to do. And so I took an approach for half the year. And, um, and my relationship with the, the plants that I use only grew stronger. There's almost like this intuitive bond that you have with them. It's the same thing. You know, I, um, I'm working with, I work with, my mentor is uh, my medicine woman. She's an indigenous, amazing, wonderful woman that's been working with, tribes here in the United States but also in South America for 30 years and so she has an entire several different but I was looking at one specific um, ceremony and practice where you invoke the spirit of these herbs and you invite those spirits of the herbs to be with you to essentially kind of bless you or help navigate you on your path because these spirits have energies these energies have things that serve our body our mind our soul if y'all haven't heard the the podcast episode where i talk about dr emoto's 
study of how I treat, essentially you treat, you have to listen to it, but uh, how you bless or be with water or be with, uh, it's like blessings to water and um, phrases and intentions actually changes the molecular structure of water. Now plants, just like us, are mostly water. So imagine how conscious and how receptive to the energy you put into those plants are in turn how they work nutrient wise mineral wise for you you know and so at a time in my life i um plant medicine came to me really really strongly there is someone that ended up kind of like being around me for a period of time that offered me um he was a medicine man and he offered me in kind of exchange for him he was kind of like a I don't know whatever (laughs) it's a weird weird verbiage or weird words or whatever but essentially he provided for me actually my family as well as a friend of mine uh, spiritual medicine ceremonies and these medicine ceremonies plant medicine and animal medicine we can go into animal medicine maybe at a different time plants are kind of on my mind right now but plant and animal medicine that essentially invokes the spirit of whatever these plants, roots, uh, whatever are. And what is said is that because these energies not only are like just plants that just sit here, we don't really have the capacity so much to understand the power of these spirits, so to speak. And so I did... um, something that was called well fuck I don't know if I can whatever I I did a couple of root um ceremonies where essentially you take like um you have the medicine person on the other side of you as well as uh, you're kind of just sitting and what happens is he has like a like a tube I don't know (laughs) like a tube and then you counts like you know you set your intention you set your ceremony space um you pray whatever whatever you associate with whatever it doesn't fucking matter honestly it just matters that you're there you're connected you're grounded and three two one he they blow that in your nose (laughs) i know it's not fun for everyone but listen it's it's the perspective right i i am a medicine woman this is my practice um and what is said is that there's a male version and a female version and what it does is it connects you to the feminine energy right i just had to be here for a second right male and female energy so you really are tapping into not only the masculine and the feminine but also the masculine and feminine of this deeply deep deeply tribal plant so you have the combination first of the land that it comes from right you have the combination of what this root does. Thousands of years of study and practice from different indigenous tribes have the, a lot of these things documented. You could look up basal properties, right? You could look up bay leaf properties. Those are done a lot in spell work, a lot in intention work, a lot in banishing energies, a lot in causing, you know, or causing uh, money things, right? absolutely 
magnificent combination of intention, um, what people have already found. Listen, science, science is certain things that have been realized, right? But also the repetition of results happening from whatever that is. So while we don't have, you know, coriander as a major um, option for healing ailments here in the West, they are options and they have, they hold magical. I'm not even saying like, it's in your body, like magical properties because the energy of them are attached. Now, that um, that root that I took, and I took it a couple times. It, it was like it was it was. Um, it made me feel very grounded, very centered. This energy was invoking the energy of the earth element, so to speak. What I felt from the the feminine polar space, and then the masculine polar space and I got to experience both and they both brought me back down to earth now if you want to talk about something like it's something similar and I know (laughs) I don't know who's gonna hear this um but the one time I um was in ceremony with psilocybin it was the same thing I didn't see listen this was a (laughs) this was at a time that I was seeing a lot of visuals normally because I was in a very very um active spiritual space so I really didn't take that much for me to see visuals just it was it was what it was (laughs) um but the feeling that I got with psilocybin is that the medicine the spirit was bringing me to earth like it was like um the the communication was like bringing me back down to a space of wholeness a space of connection with the mother you want to look up you know um mother energies right earth is that mother energy right she she is the land of fruit she is a land of fruitfulness and and uh, whatever so i was brought back down to what felt like it was like the energy was like just be with the dirt sounds silly whatever y'all know i'm not like a hippy dippy just fucking goofing around this for me is science this for me is understanding um why every human has benefits from a relationship with plants um herbal remedies herbal teas um integrating uh potent doses of plants into their work that's why literally i dropped everything recently and started creating an apothecary because if we can't find you know the things that these plants provide outside of the plants guess what we have to connect with the spirits and do some fucking do some shit elbow grease whatever and create that thing and while we're on the topic you know plants and animals are no different from one another it's funny how we're so so connected to dogs and cats because they're right in our line of sight we start to understand the nuances of our specific dog and our specific cat it's because they're around us almost 24 7 we start to understand what they feel what they're looking for what their quirks are but then we like walk over the grass with no respect and we um you know we see birds and they're cool in the trees and whatever but we don't understand that um they hold their own personalities, so to speak. And so 
um, one of the other medicines, and this isn't a plant medicine, this is an animal medicine, but I want to share this. I did something, um, I did something that sounds terrible. I did a plant medicine, um, which is, it's called Cambo, K-A-M-B-O, and it was... <laughs> it was something that was administered by that same medicine man and he <laughs> he administered it to me um, over several session ceremonies um, it was never just me and him it was um, there was a lot of prep work that was involved with this um, with this ceremony I had to drink a bunch of water I had to you know, set my intentions, whatever, but the space was protected, constantly Palo Santo, constantly sage. Um, and what happens from this is not going to be a cute story. <laughs> it's not going to be cute, but this is the energy of um, the medicine itself. So what they do is they take um, poison, tree frog stuff, secretion, I guess um, in South America, this is they do this. They do this as a practicer. So there's no like, oh, you, you know, you're, you're doing whatever. It it is a practice there. So they take the secretion of a poison frog, and what they do from there is they put superficial burns on the, your skin, and essentially this medicine is supposed to um, cleanse your entire body of toxins but also the intention is that and the the spirit is that the the animal spirit the point the the tree the frog frankly um is supposed to enter into your body like it's supposed to rush inside of your body and what it does is it cleanses you and so what it's supposed to clear is the maya, the fog of the earthly world. Um, so that means like, it's not like a, um, it's not like a, like a, like, oh, you just like ascend to the heavens. It's not that shit. It's like, you know, we get really caught up in life and the bullshit of life and try to compete. Um, and it kind of takes away some of that energy. And me, as someone that had been practicing, and, and I was, I think it was in my hypnosis, I had to have been in my hypnosis program at the time, and I was meditating every day, and I was eating really well, and I was, um, you know, doing my workouts, you know, every single day, very intense. So I was really in like a space of being ready for it. Now, what's funny, um, and so I can, I, you know what, maybe at some point I'll talk about my personal experiences um, with that spirit, with that energy, because that was something that was fucking unbelievable. And um, I actually had my mom and my stepdad do it with me. My mom only could do it once, and then my stepdad did it a few times, and my mom was a lot of stuff she'll should be the first one to tell you this isn't me talking shit she just has a lot of stuff she had a really hard life um and really really difficult a lot of physical stuff a lot of mental stuff a lot of spiritual stuff and emotional stuff and the way that the spirit comes through differently for each one of us was 
unique every single time, had its own story every single time. Um, my stepdad, who isn't really into the spiritual stuff, he's very respectful and very, for some reason, connected to um, Native American indigenous practices. So indigenous to the U.S., uh, not practices, but you know, symbology and pictures, and you know, he's got like, um, like I, I don't know, whatever. He just really appreciates it. So you know, he's in Arizona, so he really, you know, he's there. And um, he's he's not really into the stuff. He kind of came just to you know whatever. And he said that that was um, when he did it. The release and the feeling of clearness was some of the like the best feeling he's ever felt afterwards. And I'm telling you that what you go through during is not the cutest thing. You're puking. You're going to the bathroom. You're crying. I mean, it's you know you hear a lot of, a lot of these stories about ayahuasca doing the same thing right but oh, ayahuasca is a little bit more hallucinogenic whereas this was not um, obviously if it, it's spiritual in nature you can experience your own spiritual things but that isn't necessarily what the spirit is programmed to do you know so my mom who has arguably more stuff weight essentially weight like energy weight on her what she did <laughs> What she did was, um, you know, when we we're all kind of finished because it wears off after a time, right? And that's when you get that like clear feeling. We saw her and she was still going through it because it's about releasing. If you don't release, if you're resistant, it's just going to stay inside of you and kind of like force it out, right? Same thing with ayahuasca or peyote or whatever, right? Any of these very powerful medicines. And her face, <laughs> all of us, it was me, my stepdad, my friend. Um, and then the medicine man and we all saw her face looked exactly like a frog exactly like a frog I still remember in you know I think back at it I might my memory is very bad terrible and I think back at it and I can remember exactly what she looked like how she was laying down uh, how she looked up it was very she was croaking I forgot about that she was also croaking and you could, I mean, hearing this on uh, just by audio or on paper, it sounds really fucking silly, but the spirit truly did come to her. Now she said, fuck this shit, I'm out. I'm not doing this again. My stepdad came back um, and I had visceral responses. For me, as I started to develop a sincere relationship with the tree frog spirit, essentially having a experience that was something like affection right this is an experience that can be very very painful um very very uncomfortable and for me when i started to develop an affection and understanding for that spirit it started really unfolding information for me so my experiences came from, you know, physical resistance to letting go, holding back energy, um, development in my spiritual and my physical body, uh, as well as like trying to heal past stuff. I'm not even saying past from this life. Like if I wasn't a believer before, I was a believer at that point that there were other experiences that affect my current state because I went through this whole thing oh my god I'll explain that later because I 
um, I, I want to share it because or shave shave it, baby. What the fuck, dude? I want to <laughs> share it at a different um, point because it was very important. Um, I, I've been researching lately the importance of some. I don't want to say hallucinogenic because that's not necessarily the intention behind the medicines, but things like uh, psilocybin a little bit deeper into the spirit medicine rather than the recreational or just one-off energies, um, certain other kinds of plants and um, energies that kind of invoke altered states of consciousness truly and I, I I've been kind of like trying to understand it for a couple of different things because um, I will bring my shamanic work into the real world at some point for others to experience because I think some of these things do speak to us in a way that maybe you don't have the time for at this moment we always find the time once we do you know what I'm saying um and, but also from, like I said, like a biblical perspective and spiritual text perspective, because so often we, in, in the studying of ancient texts and ancient practices, you see influence by, uh, take animals completely out of it. We know that that's a normal archetype or a normal thing, right? The power, power of animals, the power of um, spirit animals and medicines and whatever is, is something that's very common among um, practicing spiritual worlds, but also biblical. Um, I'm, I'm kind of doing a little bit more digging personally on trying to understand where the influence may have impacted old experiences by people that you can call prophetic, people that you can call highly intuitive, people that you can call psychics or whatever of the like, even people that are very connected with the earth that may not know it, right? Maybe people that are just like really excited about fucking plants or animals or whatever, but they have this innate connection with the planet that's a little bit different than people that just are like yeah whatever there's always this thing where it's like yeah if you're not a, like an animal person then like I'm really sus of you I'm really suspicious of you as a person um because what animals and plants represent the spirit is things that are beyond um how do I want to say this things that are beyond um gain do you see people that aren't very connected with plants and animals? It's almost like like they're the most innocent things <laughs> that exist on this planet. Um, and for me, a lot of the implication is like uh, you have to connect a little bit more. You have to. Um, I, um, I dated someone for a few years and in that time I ended up getting plants and you know even after we separated from the relationship he still has plants now because he learned to you know he named them <laughs> he named the plants um he takes care of the plants and it's like it's something that wasn't necessarily introduced to him in the same way but now he's he feels he's like literally I remember even after we broke up he he was like you know what if we ever broke up uh I would keep I would make sure I had plants and sure as shit 
we broke up and he ended up keeping plants because he started really developing a relationship and what's funny is he didn't get different kinds of plants he got the same he got a succulent and he got i don't know his plant his other plant's name is it's your girl winston so if y'all have seen um new girl he named one of them it's your girl winston and then the other one oh fuck he's gonna he's i don't remember um but nonetheless he got the same exact species of both plants that he had before he had to move and get new plants or whatever and that's what happened he got the same exact ones so it's not like he's just like oh yeah like plants or whatever and he's not into spiritual shit at all he's 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 like yeah fuck it whatever um but he got the exact same species because he connected he started to really understand he started to feel he felt love for those and you know and looking at things are like getting stupid fucking expensive in the world especially you know areas that are affected by the traumatic shit that's going on in the world right now but stuff is getting so expensive expensive and so i'm a little for me i'm like man we could we could take care of grow our own energy right grow our own sustenance or whatever because these are the spirits that i want to make sure are in my life you like even thinking about cannabis i'm not a huge like that's not something that i'm like super into i can't i i just don't i mean it's fine it's just not a spirit that i've connected to right too much um and cannabis statistically now the fact that of the matter is it's becoming legal everywhere in the united states not just because of its you know it's it doesn't fucking harm anyone it doesn't fucking do anything but also because it is so beneficial to aiding and helping depression anxiety mood disorders um the ability to sleep and so i think we underestimate so much how important plants are in our lives and how much you know we in just integrating plant medicine and appreciating plant medicine and maybe even you know considering even one at a time plants or um plant at least plant spirits if you don't give a shit about having plants like start to understand what the energies that those before us have understood and studied in some of these plants knowledge is power and as we sit in a world that is so uh, curated to every whim and every desire and every thought we kind of have now become really dependent on everything that just serves us the next commercial thing and listen, I'm on the internet. That's where I have most of my client base. That's where, you know, I, I, I am part of the community very much so. And I enjoy it. I really fucking do. But it's okay sometimes for us to say, hey, like I have a self-care. I have to have a self-care routine. And one of those things is I have to, you know, make myself tea in the morning. I have to have a beautiful plant in my office I have to, you know, go out in nature and just feel and see what happens. There is something that psychologically happens to us when we take off our shoes and put our feet in dirt. Psychologically, 
like I, I forgot what it was because my memory's booty, but it's like the pain receptors are like inhibited or there's like some kind of psychological shift and play, or physical uh, slash psychological shift that actually happens when we interact with earth. And these spirits have been brought to our own knowledge and we're so fucking lucky to have Google and books at our fucking, at our fucking disposal to understand where some of these common themes are. And if you don't believe what I'm saying, it's fine. I don't do your research, baby, do your research. And that's not just like, you know, when like people like just do your research and I'm, I'm looking for you to, you know, buy into my Kool-Aid or whatever. It's not what it's about. It's about science is quite literally, what was that noise that I just made? It went, I like purred or something quite literally merging with people that you know what the Vedas said what the Gita said right the Bhagavad Gita the 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 Vedas the um, Upanishads things that's ancient you know South African herbs and and um south central american uh, practices that work with animal medicine and and plant medicine i think there's um you know there's this theory what is it i think it's called the stoned ape theory that the reason why humans excelled um and progressed progressed <laughs> um at the rate that which they did in going from you know primal whatever to the humans that we are now so we're talking about evolution here is because they took mind-altering substances for instance these spirits um that now accelerated their mind um one of the major i think pieces of evidence that we have towards that in particular is the fact that when people take psilocybin so mushrooms right magic mushrooms trippy mushrooms whatever oftentimes they go to the same space two people on the ends of the earth from each other they go into a space where they describe as the same shit with the same shit right so this they say like this realm of you know fucking goblins and shit or whatever the hell it is it's like it's like fucking elves or whatever um one of my favorite y'all got to y'all got to if you're up until this point with this plant medicine thing because i know people are going to be like ah fuck this shit this episode sounds boring let's go to past lives or whatever right i promise you if you start digging into people like terrence mckenna who um spoke everywhere he was essentially an academic he was a scientist that advocated so strongly for psilocybin and mushrooms and things like uh like um amazonian um hallucinogenics or whatever he he spoke so much he spoke to um what was it fuck it was like the it wasn't the casey institute but it was like um the young it was like Jungians like Carl Jung students um and and whatever facility they have now my brain is doing what my brain does but nonetheless he was speaking at universities he was speaking to medical professionals um I just watched uh 
well, before that, before that train of thought goes, Terrence McKenna is someone that, uh, when he was alive, applied so much practice and science behind the uh, hallucinogenic realm that he said that essentially that is the way that naturally now we have dmt in our brains oh god i'm going into like a psychonaut talk but nonetheless plant medicine is here on this planet for us to understand and evolve from it right that is the main function of humans and animals and plants is to make sure that we keep evolving and growing and guess what he was um a lot of his work was all about growth through and needed growth progression um progressional progressional progressive <laughs> my brain progressive um evolution through something through not even just one thing but several different options in the world um that are readily available to change our state of consciousness now going back to the idea that two different people in the world can experience the same realm of whatever same type of information same type of place same type of experiences shows me through the scientific method because they're independent variables of one another and even going deeper right you want to talk about indigenous practices right that that prove the scientific method and model when it comes to these kind of trippy um spirit downloading kind of experiences is that even before the internet existed we saw um evidence um even just in talks and lectures or whatever where people are just recording and talking um to books to all the way back to you know petroglyphs where people um like there's petroglyphs of people with different states of consciousness essentially with like mushrooms and different plants um to the evidence in the fucking bible i'm and this was not something that i was like super excited about you know five years ago even though five years ago let me see 2016 is when i did all the those medicines so it's now 2020 so it had six years ago at this point so i wasn't even when i did the plant medicines it wasn't something that i was like okay i need to go like all right that is my personality now whatever it was a, a form of study and i was like all right i'm gonna keep myself impartial even though i've experienced these things i'm not gonna preach it it's not gonna be part of my practice until six years later and something clicked in me and said we are supposed to have relationships with these things it's always like um when you're ill a lot of the the regimen is like diet and exercise diet and exercise yeah absolutely exercise great feel good get that oxygen in your blood whatever awesome great i'm a fitness instructor i understand the benefits of and what it does to your mental emotional spiritual physical all this stuff but what we need truly and i think what we're missing is the relationship with our diet the relationship with herbs the relationship with how to and knowledge education to how to extract some of these minerals and vitamins uh, and medicinal aspects of these plants and herbs and um whatever to our own bodies because even like um this is something i didn't even know until i was um 
learning how to do proper um, like herbal remedies and things is that if you make tea, you're essentially only getting the flavor for the most part. So the combination, uh, so if you're like, oh, I'm gonna do, you know, a turmeric tea, or I'm gonna do a ginger tea, or I'm gonna do, um, you know, a rose petal tea and get the nutritional value for the rose petals or, or whatever. Soaking it for five minutes is not uh, gonna do it. Now, a lot of these soft herbs, if you're like making a tea blend or you're making something else, a lot of these soft herbs, you know, will, um, the, the cell wall will break because that's what you're looking for in extracting any vitamins or, you know, things that are really beneficial. And hot water does do that, but it doesn't extract the potency, right? So you're taking it as like, num, 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 ooh, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> you're not taking um, it from a medicinal standpoint, right? So soaking it even for 24 hours, um, that goes, you know, especially beautiful for like barks that have really, really powerful medicinal properties. Barks, um, hard pieces of herbs, like they're hard woody kind of things. Um, but we don't even get the medicinal properties, right? Um, something happens differently from when like when we start to eat like let's just say i use cilantro earlier as an example so you're eating cilantro or whatever and you just kind of swallow it and you're not really tasting it a major part of extracting the nutrients is getting your saliva around all of these plants <laughs> when you're eating them right that's part of the digestive um, process that is extremely needed to extract all of the vitamins and minerals that you can from whatever plant um, you know so this isn't a preaching thing but it's um, an option I guess right it's 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 um it is something that I'm offering right now at this time and clearly if you're here to this point there's a reason for it right there's a reason for this kind of conversation and um, the reason why you're coming here at this time, whether it's, you know, March of 2022 or February of 2026, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's here for you for a reason. Bitch law of attraction shit, you know. And so I'm here to bring forward like my own, the the power of what it's done for me because plant medicine has been animal medicine and plant medicine have been so communicative with me in a way that like there's no denying it the thousands upon thousands of years of herbal practices and healing physical mental healing that these spirits and these plants and whatever have done how I just, as I keep diving into even mythology and folklore and um, and ancient texts, how we keep getting circled back to the potency of some of these things that they've been taking that are so very accessible to us now. Like, we're not in an area, like we can order, you know, obviously qualities a thing, but like Amazon, go fucking order some shit on Amazon, right? See what eucalyptus does to you, right? See what the benefits of cinnamon are. Also, if you're talking about spell work or spiritual work or intention setting, 
having a relationship with your herbs that you are creating um, an energetic, you know, thing for is very important because we're asking for spiritual connection. And this is to myself. This is to my clients, my potential clients. This is to people that decide not to work with me, but want to listen to me. If you want to connect spiritually, if you want to heighten your third eye energy, if you want to heighten, um, your connection to your Claire audience or whatever, right? You want to experience whatever, I can promise you an amazing way to heighten your spiritual connection is to work with plant medicine and animal medicine. I know it's not a sexy answer. I know it's not like, oh, you take DMT and you just open that baby up. No, I'm not. We're not going there. We're not doing that. If you can't handle the discipline and the respect of working with plants or animal spirits, you are going to be massively overwhelmed when partaking in something more potent or hallucinogenic in nature or tribal in nature or ceremonial in nature. That's why people have really shitty experiences sometimes when they do some of these more intense, potent ceremonial gifts and lessons and teachers because they haven't energetically or mentally prepared the respect um, for whatever it is that they're working with or the discipline of understanding why we take steps rather than just leaping into the water. This is just, at this point, a beautiful suggestion from me, from the universe, whatever, to if you want to feel if you want to feel the navigation of your body if you want to feel your body if you want to feel your connection this is why um i think now in the last you know 15 years knowing where your stuff comes from whether it's your eggs or your herbs or your milk or your you know i'm thinking of pretty traditional things but that's where now packaging is starting to say where things are from and what specific farm things are from where exactly these things are coming from we didn't really give a shit about that 20 years ago there wasn't really there was like no trace of anyone giving a shit and now we're starting to understand that the people's energies that co-create our food the people's energies that co-create our our herbs that we put into our food the energy in which like obviously i'm in the spiritual world and that practice the energy in which you receive your tools from spiritual practitioners or teachers or witches or whatever it is that is sometimes more i don't want to say more important than the spirit of the uh, the herbs but it is as important so imagine all these hands in the bucket energetically and physically affecting you so this is a small little reminder that to put it back into your own hands i am going to suggest respecting the base chakra respecting mother earth respecting your connection with presence your connecting connection with the earth element which is one of my very first episodes so if you don't understand the elements or kind of the energy behind them, then I highly suggest going there so you know 
at least the four main elements and what their functions are but this is bringing you back into presence and appreciation and gratitude and without fail i don't care what you do in life if you don't believe how i believe if you're you know christian a muslim a a, a, you know someone from the jewish you know whatever maybe you are strictly you know pagan or or you know what who gives a fuck who cares where you who not who cares but you know what i'm saying it doesn't fucking matter your connection with earth your connection with um what earth has to offer for us we are in a symbiotic symbiotic (laughs) symbiotic relationship with earth period and so any kind of growth that you want to do whether it's physically whether it's emotionally obviously you go out into a fucking forest for five minutes and then come back home and see what feels more natural to you unless you're like a fucking aquarius because you're weird or like a capricorn like that's basically it aries maybe i don't know whatever <laughs> but nonetheless this is now a moment of i'm passing the baton on to you you don't have to go and build a full vegetable garden you don't have to you don't have to do anything but we are provided the most natural most real tools on this planet and they come in so many different functions and forms and guess what everything is perfectly labeled defined searched and researched for you so it's all right there if you want it plant medicine animal medicine is available to you i'm studying the um the medicine wheel and there are animals from everywhere that are essentially pull the directions of this medicine wheel that represents what is our own personal medicines to our own shit bullshit but they're led by the spirits of animals everyone's like oh you know a crow is my spirit animal or an elephant is my spirit animal that's not just a metaphor (laughs) you know these spirits these energies you know i've always really loved i'm just a cat person bitch you don't think there's there's a message there you don't think the the sphinx and people of ancient egypt that absolutely adored cats had a certain message i'm a dog person yeah and just have a certain kind of personality i'm a dog person you don't think that medicine comes forward in your life to tell you to relax reminds you after a hard day that someone loves you unconditionally there are lessons behind these there are just people that love chameleons there are just people that love fish you know when we look a little bit deeper we look into why we have these patterns in our lives why we have we're just gravitating towards certain things then we start to understand that once again we're kind of in this co-creation of whatever the fuck we're doing 90 percent of what we are is subconscious we're only aware of 10 percent and it's beautiful how science is starting to really catch up with things that people have been from all around the world kind of (laughs) tapping into and documenting and practicing 
So do your own research on plant medicine, whether it's from a scientific perspective, a spiritual perspective, a mental perspective. Do medicine, um, you know, diving into the medicine of animals. What can they teach you? I guarantee if you look up on just some fucking Google, if your favorite animal is a fucking gopher, spirit animal medicine, and then you put gopher or like animal spirit wait like go for a spirit animal whatever you're gonna find something that resonates with your heart or something you may need or something that you may really love you know um nothing is as it seems but as we dive in deeper the more that we you know as we dive in deeper truly more and more we see that everything just is one so why don't we just cut to the chase and have a conscious relationship with that rather than you know 20 years of stumbling over it and not trusting it and you know maybe we'll see and it's like it, you know this time that we have here is very sacred and having a world of plant spirits animal spirits you know to guide us is really quite fucking cool so I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit of a venture, but not really. A little bit of a venture out of what we usually talk about. Uh, I want to say no, but whatever. Please let me know if you enjoyed this episode. Please, if you could, share this podcast with your friends. Share this podcast or recommend this podcast. If you haven't already, please rate on whatever app you're on. At, on. Please rate this podcast. Um... I would highly suggest five stars because, you know, daddy's, you know, daddy needs it. And then write a review and, um, you know, do the thing to help. Do the thing to help. Once again, um, I really, I truly appreciate you being here, listening, being present, sharing your energy with me. If y'all want to, please go to keelymeta.com to buy the Chaotic Alchemy Oracle deck. and You will love it. And I will absolutely see you in the next episode. Bye.